0: Mike's on, he's ready to go. On the fan, New York Sports Radio. Mike's on, mike's on. Right, at a little past 6 this is uh Mike's on on the fan on this uh, Monday evening You just heard Bob say that the Lakers Clippers game tomorrow night uh, has been canceled which makes sense I mean listen they're, they're still trying to get their arms around in uh, in Los Angeles what the heck's going on here uh, we still don't even have some of the names officially of the people I mean there's been there's been no official Release of all the names yet. They've leaked out in a couple of places and people are placing, you know, think they have gotten to nine now. Some places have gotten officially to seven now. But the point is, that's how slow this process has been. So you can understand that. That makes, on, on a lot of levels, that makes plenty of sense. Uh, it really does. I mean, the, the Lakers don't want to look like uh, you know, there's any basketball celebration going on in this period of mourning right now in in Los Angeles. So I, I, I you know, it happened right there. I mean, so uh, clearly that 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 makes such a so so much sense. And this is, you know, this isn't just one guy who you know had an accident. This is nine people, and although we will spend, as everyone will, a lot of the time, the bulk of the time on one person. There are eight other people dead here. This is an, in- an incredible tragedy. This is a-, a tragedy of enormous proportions. I mean, you're talking about young kids, you know, gone at, at you know, early teenage years. You know, multiple multiple kids in this, in this helicopter. The pilot, I mean, you're talking about nine lives have been... Uh, uh, lost here, so this is this is an incredible, just really a horrific tragedy. Uh, it's not just losing a you know an iconic basketball player, Kobe Bryant. It's everything uh, that goes with it, and the idea that you know the death toll is as high as it is with just we're talking about nine people. That's unbelievable. You know, we don't know a lot about, you know, some things about his daughter and how gifted she evidently was. I I wasn't even aware that his daughter was, was a great basketball player. I mean, I really, I can't, to be honest with you, I know Kobe wasn't, you know, quiet in retirement. I know he was out there working with players. I know that he was, you know, writing some stuff and he did some, I've seen some of those uh, features he's done, just like Peyton Manning does those things, those digital uh, profiles and those things that are done, like on ESPN uh, Plus. Uh, Kobe had some things like that too that he's done, basketball things, uh, you know, with Kobe and stuff. So I've noticed him do a couple of things like that. So it's not like he's been in any way uh, quiet or you know stepping to the. You know into the shadows since he's retired, but it wasn't also like he was with you day in and day out at least i didn't I didn't notice that I mean, you know now I know he still worked with some players uh and there were players that he's remained close to uh and he remained very close to the game, uh which made you think he would get back in the game in some big way, which i I don't know what his plans were. I know that he's been uh, highly successful financially uh now, obviously he was a star player who played you know t- over 20 years in the league he obviously made a lot of money but he also did very well in terms of his you know his business acumen he got into the soft drink business with uh, you know and did very very well with the company was bought over uh he was very involved with the shoes you know, and was very detailed in that regard. You know, and uh, and burst on the scene at the age of eighteen, hit the ground running, and away he went over a very, very long and distinguished career. So, uh, again, the Laker franchise has been has been blessed with so many top players. You know, so many different guys who have come through the Lakers. You know, and uh, it's just a a very, very tragic situation. It really is. It's a horrific situation and um, gone at a, when his life really is, the second part of his life is just really starting and it sounded like he had a lot of plans to do a lot of different things, you know. Uh, and And was going to have a pretty big impact on things in his own way, so uh from that standpoint uh he was going to clearly make a mark. i don 't think there 's any question, and he already had obviously with his life in basketball, which you know had lasted a very very long time you know with his uh, I know LeBron passed him in points the other night you know. you you, you don't pay that much attention to those kind of numbers with those guys when you look at it, you know. I mean, when you're up there where he is, you have those kind of numbers, you know. When you play in a league that long and you're a guy who scores as many points as he does and you're that that kind of scorer, and I know, you know, those prolific games which people latch on to, you know, whether he scores 80 or scores uh, 60 or whatever he might score, uh, those games... People get people really like that stuff. They really do, and I know the NBA TV is replaying. I guess his last game. What did he score? Sixty in his last game. I think it was wasn't it sixty? But I know I know that game was a little goofy the way he took like a million shots, you know, in that last game. But I think they're showing that game tonight. As a matter of fact, I don't know if they're showing that one or showing the one where he scored uh, eighty-one. I don't know which one they're showing, but they're showing one of his big scoring games. That one, I think the 81 game would probably be a better show than the last one. Because that last one, if I remember, someone could correct me, but I think the last one, wasn't he like taking, he's like firing up like a gazillion shots in that game, uh, like big, trying to get to, to, to that many points? I mean, it was just, you know, it was just like, you know, throwing up everything, if I remember right, for, for that last one. Uh, but obviously, you know, when you have that kind of career and that kind of impact over that period of time, you know, and again, you're one of those guys who just has a first name. In the NBA, if you're one of those guys, you know, you know how iconic your career is. And he's he's had that same kind of run, you know, and uh he was always someone who people wanted to see. You know, he's a one of those players who just, you know, is just like it's special when he comes to the arena. Just like when Jordan came to the arena or uh you know LeBron comes to the arena. I mean, whatever it is, you know, those kind of guys, they make that kind of difference. They really do. So the Lakers have uh, canceled their game tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know what kind of plans anybody has for any uh, thing to do with uh, the family or uh, funeral arrangements or anything like that. I mean, they have so much to go through right now. When you realize it's not just his wife just didn't lose, Kobe, she lost a, a, a daughter, too, which is just, you know, beyond words how how bad that is. I mean, that's just something that any mother just could, you know, you're not supposed to bury your children, you know. It's, it's, not, it's not the way it's supposed to be. And that's just so horrific for what was obviously a very, very talented very special young girl. I didn't realize she was such a basketball prodigy, but I guess she was pretty much in her own right, and was going to follow along in the uh, was going to follow along uh, in her father's footsteps as far as making an impact as a basketball player. I saw the Giants hired Kitchens as their uh, tight ends coach. Huh? So uh, you heard those stories about putting a swing set together. So I guess it paid off, you know. Whenever he paid him for the swing set, paid off that time. So uh, he comes to the Giants as a as a coach now. So uh, the pilot pilot in helicopter crash was certified for bad weather. Yeah, that's okay. But the question is, I mean, at what point does it not make any sense? There was stories this morning that the. Uh, police helicopters had come down because of the fog and low visibility that they had had stopped flying so again there's reports that the pilot had received guidance from controllers about the low visibility and the fog and everything You don't know if this is. I mean, that's what these guys do now: figure out what is pilot error, what isn't pilot error, what happened here, what malfunctioned, uh, what was, you know, a wind shear or you know, low visibility or fog or who knows. I mean, I understand they have to recreate that. I understand it affects it affects everything going forward. You want to recreate everything so that you can learn from it, and you know do better in the in the next time you're trying to throw the ball around. Uh, and it'll impact things as far as because there will be, unfortunately, I don't know no one wants to think about that right now, but there will be lawsuits here. I mean, that's that's an absolute given. And these kind of things, there's always lawsuits. There's always wrongful death suits. So that that, that will happen. Uh, always. They might get settled, but they're always out there. I mean, hey, you're talking about a very wealthy man who was giving people a ride and then he doesn't... They don't arrive. Their families are going to file wrongful death suits. I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, so, I mean, again, that's not the, what, what anybody's worried about right now. It's just... More of what his wife has to deal with. She has to go make sure she protects her family and protects her family's legacy and protects her family's you know uh, financial well-being and their daughters and everything else who have to live without a sister and have to live without a father and uh, just horrific, absolutely horrific in every way. Back after this. All right, we're back, and obviously tomorrow uh, all attention will move down uh, to South Florida for the Super Bowl. Uh, it's been, like we said, a couple of crazy days where uh, I can't remember a time where more stories have just knocked the Super Bowl off the, off the bat, which is a good thing. It really is because it'll make it easier to deal with the game where you don't feel like you, that you've dealt with the game over and over over again. Uh, here it is. tomorrow's already Tuesday, which is uh, media day. Uh, so you go through that tomorrow, and I'm sure a lot of the theme will be how these young players, a lot of them grow up, and one of the players, because, you know, Kobe is right in that spot where he's in his prime when these guys who are playing right now are growing up. I mean, they're, it, it, so a lot of them, a lot of them, and are influenced by a handful of people. One of the ones they're going to be influenced by is Kobe Bryant. So he is going to be one of the people that actually inf- influenced people a lot. There's no question because he's right in that, right exactly in that time period. There he is, playing, until three years ago, playing in this league, for twenty years. You know, being a tremendous talent, incredibly, uh, you know, g- incredibly consistent. Consistently excellent player, where he just played at a very high level for a very long time. You know, nothing he really couldn't do was your prototypical, you know, shooting guard. I mean, that's what he was, and uh, that's that's exactly, you know, if you wanted to compare someone to Jordan, he'd be the guy you want to compare because they pl- they play the same way. You know, they're a little different in their offensive because no one's exactly like Michael, but the point is he's the same type of offensive player. That's the way it works out. And LeBron's very different in terms of their skill sets than than those guys. So, uh, But the game hasn't changed. The Chiefs are still a game ha- point-and-a-half favorite. It's pretty much been solidified there. As I said, the ticket has uh, has... Become a hot. It, it looks like it's going to be a pretty hot ticket for the game. Uh, I think a big part of that is Kansas City. They've been there in 50 years. They have a rabid fan base. So if they waited, if they waited a long time and said, "Well, that year I'm going to splurge and go to South Florida," you know, uh, maybe they did. Maybe this was the year they said, "We're going to we're going to go." So uh, they will be descending two very very solid teams. Uh, very good matchup in a in a lot of ways. I mean, there's a lot to like in this game. There's a lot of stars. There's a lot of firepower. There's a lot of storylines. You have all the Andy Reid stuff. Uh, you have, you know, and the idea forget pressure. The idea of that it's his time, you know. I, I'm sure, listen, everybody feels pressure to win the Super Bowl. You're in the game. You desperately want to win. If you're, That's all there is to it. We all know that. So, I mean that goes without saying, but if you're Andy Reid, you're 61 years old. You've, you know, you've won 14. You won 10, 10 or more games 14 times. You know, you've, you've taken Kansas City to seven straight winning seasons, uh, six straight to the postseason, two straight to the AFC title game. You've clicked off, you know, a good number of wins every year. You've won 14 playoff games in your life. You know, you've won over 200 games in your life. You're the only guy on that list who has 200 wins that hasn't won some kind of championship. Uh, and now is your chance. You got there once. Team didn't play badly. Made too many mistakes. Turn the ball over. Outgain your opponent, your uh, very uh, renowned opponent. Outgain them. Outgain them by a good margin. Turn, you know, Good on third down. Move the ball. Just turn the ball over too much. Four turnovers. You don't want to go in to Super Bowl and turn the ball over. And then here you have Mahomes who's on the verge A lot of good players in this game. A lot of big players in this game. Look at the tight ends as both just superb players. I mean, incredibly talented and and goofballs too. So you know they have the whole thing going for them. Uh, And then you have obviously the speed of Hill and the you know cockiness of Sherman on the other side. You have uh, uh, really good players. You have Bosa and you have you know guys like that. And then you know, what Jones means to the Kansas City defense. Then you have, here's Mahomes on the verge of becoming the biggest figure in the NFL. He's got it all. He's got the whole package. And this would be, this would be almost a, at this stage of his life, this would be almost a Montana-like emergence for him. I could almost see him, I could almost see him Doing to these games what Montana has done to this game, where he just goes in there and throws like a, you know, three hundred and forty yard game where the ball touch the floor and you know he doesn't turn it over and he runs for one and throws for three and now he's you know on, on the Wheaties box or now he's everywhere and he's the guy I could I, you could almost see that emergence uh, with him I, I could see this being his time right now. And I like Garoppolo. You know I do. I've, I've talked about how I would have made that trade. I didn't think it was overspending. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, I think those who discount him, I'm not. it's not like I'm saying he can't do the job. I think he can, but he won't be asked to do. They will rely on their running game for a couple of reasons. One, because it's so good. But two, because their running game serves so many purposes for them. It allows them to balance the game. It allows them to... Balance what is this prolific Kansas City offense and keep it off the field, so there's so many reasons why the game in the hands of their running backs is the key to the game for them. Uh, we all know that we all know they're going to run the ball but it's not that if, if if Kansas City can't stop them when they're running the ball, and they couldn't and the teams that they 've seen so far in the playoffs could not stop them. Minnesota didn't stop them, and Green Bay just got run over like they got hit by a truck uh, clearly. You have here in, in this line of team a very talented two-way team. They have a great pass rush. They have a uh, big offensive line. I mean, they have the whole man. They have the whole thing. They really do. And, again, one thing that is a bit of a pet peeve of mine is stop with this idea that Shanahan you know, has got to vindicate his loss in the Super Bowl. He didn't have a loss in the Super Bowl. He wasn't the, he wasn't the head coach. He doesn't have a Super Bowl loss. At 28-3, is not on him. This is his first game in the Super Bowl. It's not his second. You don't get score. You don't get keeping score for Super Bowl. You don't blame things on coordinators. So that's nonsense. I understand what happened in that game, but it wasn't on him. It was on the head coach. That was up to him. So Shanahan, to me, has got a a clear slate. Unless he wants to take a couple of... uh, Take a couple of bows for what his father did, because his father obviously has got a couple of these, and this is Team Shanahan. His father's still there. His father's you know, got his fingerprints all over that running game. I mean it's his it's his running game. That's that is the Mike Shanahan running game in every way. You know that? Absolutely. That is his that is his running game. Handed down father, the son. No one else does it like that. They do it. And it is theirs. It is it is Team Shanahan. And, you know, you can see how much Mike's involved. And, you know, that is a very, very tough running game to stop. And that's going to be front and center also. So there's a lot, really a lot to get to and a lot to like about this game, which should be, you know, very evenly matched with both good Solid, young, aggressive, cocky, fast. I mean, you got the whole thing here. Uh, two teams playing really well. Explosive. I mean, everything. I think this is a terrific Super Bowl. I really can't wait. I'm going to the game. Taking my boys to the game. Um, you know, that's one thing. Florida's a pretty quick hop, skip, and a jump. So we uh, am going to go down to the game. I don't know how many how many, too, I don't know how many more of these I'm going to go to. Uh, you know, I always say after the year's over, I always say, "Ah, that's it. I'm not going anymore." And then I have a reason to go to this one. Well, I was going to go to if Kansas City was in it <clears throat> because my youngest is a big Kansas City fan, and yes, we're taking Julio, so he'll be rooting for the Niners contingent. So Julio's going with us to the game. So uh, we have Julio on the Niners side. And Jack's lining up with Julio, so and I'm lining up with Harrison because I'm rooting for Andy Reid. So we have the Kansas City side and uh, and the San Francisco side. We got both covered two two. So somebody's coming home a winner and somebody's coming home crying in their soup. And uh, I'm hoping against hope that this is Andy's day because I'll be really bummed out if it's not. You know that's a sentimental part of this game this week. It really is uh, for me that he get this one because hey. I think I know this. I think Andy knows this too. You don't know if you're getting back to one of these. You might think you are. You might think you're getting back with this team next year. Hey, everything's gotta bounce right. You gotta keep your players healthy. You saw that this year with Mahomes. You go, the, the ball's gotta bounce right. Everything's gotta be, you know, perfectly aligned. You get you know, when you get there, you gotta seize the moment. You don't know when you're coming back. You can't worry about that. You know, it might be tomorrow, it might not be at all. Look at Dan Marino. You know, there'll be a st- there's a statue of him outside that building. And everyone's going to walk in, and they can think about the fact that he went there as a baby and then never went back, despite being one of the great quarterbacks of all time. You know, two things that jumped out at me before I go. One was what Jeter said about uh, Kobe, and the other was what Beheim said about Kobe, looking at it from a coaching standpoint and looking about how hard he worked and how he had never been around a player ever who worked harder, ever. That says something, you know, and his commitment to being an excellent player. Jack Nicholas said the same thing, too. He says, you know, you don't have to be a basketball fan to appreciate excellence in athletes, just excellence, just guys who drive to be excellent, and he was one of those guys. He wanted to be that good. He worked hard to be that good. That's a legacy to leave Anytime, time is that you work hard and you want to be the best, and that's what Kobe obviously uh, clang to and what he wanted was the ability more than anything else just to be remembered as a guy who was driven to be the best t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today